to a Dose of Magic podcast, the podcast where we're talking about all things Walt Disney World Resort. I'm Ryan. And I'm Brad. And we're back. Thank you guys for being patient. We did have to skip a week, but we are back and we are ready to talk about all of the most recent things happening in the Walt Disney World Resort. How are you? How are you, Brett? I'm doing really good. Um, weather is finally breaking through. Beautiful here. Uh, went to go golf today, but we ran into some car problems. Mm. Um, so we had to get Autumn's car towed today, so we're working through that. But other than that, work is is good. I'm doing good. So no complaints at all. How are you? Good, good. I'm also doing well. I have a work trip down to New Orleans. I leave tomorrow. So that is going to be cool because I've never been down there. So it'll be kind of cool to explore that in, at night, you know, after the work hours. So yeah. that'll be kind of cool. Uh, other than that, things are going well as well. And happy, healthy, and I'm ready to talk some Disney. Yeah, it's been two weeks. This is going to be just a full kind of dose of everything episode. Um, we have a few news things going on, a few just like thought provoking stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really just going to be us kind of catching up on some Disney stuff since we missed it last week. Um, so for this week, we're just going to talk strictly Walt Disney World and the company because some things are happening kind of promotional wise and other stuff. So yep. this is a full week of Disney talk. Why don't we start off with a story from inside the park, right? Sure. So within the park, a uh, kind of a scary story is that a family who was visiting got a notification on their phone, I believe it was their daughter, that they were being tracked by an AirTag. And if you're not familiar with what an AirTag is, it's basically like a small little chip, a little tile chip that you can put on your belongings and it'll help you track them so or your keys like or luggage or something like that so that if you lose it, you can pull up the app and figure out where it's at. Now, these things have come under some criticism because they're so tiny that people can actually use them to you know, maliciously stalk people or do criminal things. And so a scary moment here for a family at Disney World, which is an insanely crowded place, of course, is that they were being tracked by one of these. And and a safety feature that Apple does provide on their iPhones is that if you are within range of one of these that are not yours, and and your phone knows because it'll know that it's not really connected to any or it's not connected to that specific one, it'll give you an alert saying, hey, you there's been an air tag around you for a long time. So, you know, look around and oftentimes you can actually push a button on the alert that says play a sound and it'll play where the air tag is coming from. So there are safety features of that. But all of that to say, a family did get the notification and they could not find the tag anywhere. So that is a little scary just because you're not really sure where it's at. You don't really get closure or answers. But nonetheless, Brett, Moral of the story here, watch your belongings. Yes. It's a very, very crowded place. What do you think of that story? Is that something that you think happens often that we don't hear about? Or do you think that it's preventable? I don't want to say it's preventable because you can never control someone else's actions. And if this seriously was done in malicious attempt, like you can't really prevent someone else's like action. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, I would like to think, I don't know if you have full like, context of of what happened but we really like to hope that they were maybe in like a two-hour standby queue and the person behind them has an air tag like with their wallet or something and like mm. their phone's picking it up for like the last like two hours like you know what i mean that's a, yeah no that's a good scenario like, that's a I potential would really like to hope that that's a situation 
um, or maybe like waiting for the fireworks show um, and you're standing in the same spot for an hour or something. So I want to yeah, hope that there's a, a good side to the story, but if there's not, it is scary. I mean, I would like to think that in the event that something truly was happening, Disney would probably be helpful and all their police and stuff like that would step in. Yeah. Um, so if someone wants to find it, I'm sure like the right steps were to, would take place, but it's definitely scary. And I mean, I didn't even know that was a thing that people were using them maliciously. Um, I thought people were using them so they stopped losing their keys. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I never heard of that, but I also didn't know that they would alert you if like not your air tags around you. So that's also like, yeah. Props to Apple for being smart on that side of things. So I don't yeah, know. Exactly. Oh, oh no, it's just a weird situation. I'm glad it's hopefully nothing, but yeah, definitely interesting. Yeah, yeah, scary moment there. So just kind of be mindful of, of yourself and your belongings at the park. You know, don't leave things unattended because you never know. There are some weirdos out there, and there a place are, that's I one of the most so crowded places on the planet, you're bound to uh, run into a few of those. So just yes. be careful. Yes. Um, how about let's transition a little bit to something that we both enjoy, which is food. Mm. Um, so I think you have more information on it, but essentially one of our listeners reached out to us on Instagram and told us about this website. Um, I'm going to get the proper name. Yep. It's mousedining.com. Yes. Mousedining.com. And this essentially, you put in the dates that you're going to be down in Disney, um, what restaurants you want to eat at and what times you want to eat at them and basically once a reservation becomes open if someone cancels a reservation or anything along that side of things that meets your criteria you get an alert that like a reservation has popped up and is now available yeah pretty amazing so one of our listeners sarah baldwin shot us a message and she said you know i was listening to one of your episodes and you guys mentioned that dining reservations can be challenging to get and she was wondering if we had heard of this website, and we hadn't. So we thought that this would be a great thing to bring up on the episode and, and on the show here. So for others who are kind of looking for some solution to the dining uh, issues and, and finding the reservations. And so essentially, as Brett mentioned, as soon as a restaurant reservation opens up, one that you set an alert for, you get notification that, hey, somebody canceled or they opened up more slots or whatever it may be. And you can quickly jump on and make that reservation. And it's a free service. So it's one thing to, to, you know, keep on your radar. And if you have a trip coming up and there's a spot, you know, a restaurant you want to eat at that you don't have a reservation for yet, definitely set an alert because it it's, costs nothing and it's worth a try. It's actually really funny because I, me and Autumn, my partner, are going down in June um, to Disney. And we're trying to go to Space 220, but of course it's like booked out right now. Yeah. Um, and I was like, God, I wish like I check every morning, obviously yep, there's yep. nothing, but now I'm looking at this website and I'm like, I'm about to just put in everything and just get an alert. Like, yeah, so try it's free. It. It's free for emails. It's $9. If you want, um, a text message Ooh, quicker, so t- quicker. Um, and then it's a hundred, a hundred dollars per year, um, or seven fifty a month for the, for the year so if you're an annual pass holder or someone who lives in florida might just want to know when something comes up um that is 90 dollars for the year so free for email nine dollars for text or 90 for the year so it is a great like feature great website yeah so that was a great suggestion so thank you to sarah for reaching out and, and letting us know so that we could then share the knowledge 
for everyone else and maybe help them out in the future. Yeah, you helped me out, so I appreciate it. Um, (laughs) I wonder why Disney doesn't, like, I guess you can't, like, request anything. Why does Disney not have this feature? Do they not want the restaurants to be, like, that's a good cool. question. Yeah, I don't know. It does seem like something that would be user friendly and guest friendly and experience friendly to, you know, have a wait a wait list basically for yeah. whatever you want and maybe not a wait list. Well, maybe a wait list. But something like this is more of a first come right. first serve like the alert goes out, whoever's the quickest to jump on it gets it. But a wait list might do the same thing because maybe you're 50th in line for Ohana's at seven o'clock on like a Friday, right. you know, I guess it yeah, just, I, I guess this notification way makes it more fair it's more because, fair, yeah. because everybody has a chance once the alert goes out to kind of get on, get on it. So that's interesting. Yeah. I bet Disney will probably buy it out in the next three years and call it like Mad Hatter plus <laughs> and then just like claim it to be their own. Yeah. Maybe they'll like loop it into their genie plus system. Right. You know, something know. like that. I like, like it, If you though. pay the extra X amount, you get notifications $55. for dining. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Who knows? Who knows? But another listener had reached out to us recently, and I wanted to give a shout out to this one. So this is Joanna Richt, and she recently finished her trip to Disney World. And she reached out and just wanted to thank us for, you know, you and, you and I, Brett, for the tips. She had listened to a lot of our episodes leading up to her trip, and she took some of those tips such as the rope drop in the morning and she was able to get on nearly all of the rides that she wanted so quickly so early and she's just had a great trip all all around and so she wanted to thank us so i just thought that was cool and worth mentioning and wanted to thank you know joanna here on the show as well um i asked her was there anything that surprised you being down there because it was her first time going in a really long time and she said that the genie plus system was frustrating uh, but ultimately, it was worth it. it. She didn't feel like until her last day did they really know how to fully use it. So I think next time that they'll feel like you know pros and it'll be worth it more, maybe quicker right out of the gate. Right. Um, but she just mentioned that, that it was a little tough to navigate in the beginning and ultimately, though, worth it. So just wanted to share some of that. So that was a really cool message. So thank you to Joanna. Yeah, thank you. And good to hear about Disney or Genie Plus. I know it's kind of like a, something new. We haven't really had a ton of information on, so it's good to hear that. Kind of confusing, but ultimately worth it. Um, yeah, I'm excited well, for, for you to experience it and like hear how you can yeah. navigate it because you're you know knowledgeable about the parks, and I'm I'm curious how you are able to incorporate that in your trip. Right. Yeah, I'm excited too about it. Um, I also just think. Joanna, like, thank you for listening. Thank you for taking our tips. I know it's something we always preach is, like, this is how we do Disney. So not, like, everybody should do it our way, but to pick mm-hmm. and choose, like, what we've said to be, like, helpful is, like, nice to know that we're doing something right or we have some good uh, <laughs> Yeah, we're not know. leading people astray. Yeah, so it's good to know that we're not just talking into mics every <laughs> week for no reason and something was, was beneficial. You told me to stand at the back of the fireworks show oh and I couldn't God. see anything. You said the railroad was the best spot for it. Yeah. And I couldn't see anything. I have 10, 20 vision. I can't see nothing. <laughs> okay. So we no. took your advice and we showed up last second at be our guest and they wouldn't take us. Didn't say that. Never said that. 
Yeah, we had a Casey's Corner and we got food poisoning. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Oh, oops. No. Yeah. But so that did not happen. Right? It was it was really cool to hear. So I did want to share that. That was you know just a nice message to to hear and to to talk through. Yeah. I think uh, we have two more topics to kind of cover. Mm-hmm. Um, one is you can't really miss it if you're on any kind of social media or any kind of, of news. And we're not going to get into the, the details of it, but obviously we all kind of know that Johnny Depp is currently in court for a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Um, again, not going to get into any of that, but what we're really going to focus on is the aftermath of this. So he has blatantly already said that he, no matter the outcome of this case, he will not sign back with Disney to do Pirates of the Caribbean 6. Yep. So Johnny Depp is no longer Jack Sparrow, right? So Yes. Let Or future Jack. Like he will no longer portray the character as Jack Sparrow. Obviously, he's already done it five times, but. <laughs> Wiped from your memory. Yeah. He is no longer in black. Jack Sparrow to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, <laughs> obviously, like, that's like a main character. Like if they yeah. continue to produce this film. Will you watch it, Ryan? It's a tricky one because he is essentially the backbone of the franchise, right? I mean, the, the entire franchise is revolving around this character. So if they even recast the character, it's going to be a completely different feel, completely different charisma, you know, the personality brought to it. Johnny Depp is so specific and so unique in the way that he's able to portray his characters that I feel like that's a really, really tough role to follow and tough shoes to fill i think it is sad that of course that he can't be or won't continue but also do we need a sixth pirates of the caribbean (laughs) probably not i'll be the one to say it um but nonetheless it is you know it's interesting that we have grown up with him as jack sparrow and if they were to ever make any more pirate movies you know he won't be included it'll be it'll definitely be weird as a long time viewer yeah. of the pirates franchise um what do you think do you think that that will impact the sales if they were to do another pirates i i 100 think it would um i think if they do it right and i don't know if there's a right way to replace johnny depp they're yeah. releasing they're like starring donnie jepp and it's like that's <laughs> like it's just like such a spinoff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Pirates no, think... of the Atlantic, starring <laughs> Bonnie Kep. <laughs> All right, it's like okay, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think um, if they they do it right, you almost do it like how they've done the Spider Man's, where it's the same character portrayed by different people. I think if they find a new lead like pirate, if they focus more on like say a new pirate and then just like reference to Johnny and like J- Captain Jack Sparrow as in like a previous pirate or like someone who's in mm-hmm. like the other sea and they don't cross. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah, it's almost like the they franchise. have to jump time. Yeah. You have to and, jump time. You yeah. almost have to like put it in two different locations. Um, I think it'd be hard. I think you'd have to rewrite probably the entire script that they have written. I don't think they're going to do it, but I think if there's any way to do it correctly to the point where like people are still going to understand it, you would have to do something like that, but then you get into the realm of like Star Wars, and now we have like six spinoffs of Star Wars, and then we have like twelve Marvel characters, and like we start getting into too many timelines and too many stuff like that. But yeah, it's like, and how many pirates kinda... can you really create? Right. I just don't know if there's another 
way to like continue that franchise without your main franchise person, you know? So yeah, you, I think it's brought up an interesting point of like, what if they just reset and did like a Spider-Man concept where it doesn't even tie into the old ones at all. It's just, is almost a remake of the series just with brand new faces, new characters and, you know, similar storylines, similar to Spider-Man, right? right? Like it's ultimately the same character, quote unquote, but more, but I don't know. I feel like, I would also want to see different characters or or a different main person, yeah. and I don't know. I don't. I don't know what what I could do, but I don't get paid to come up with all of the creative work, so we can't give you all of our answers, Disney. Which <laughs> we know you're listening. So I no, you're are. not getting the you're not getting any new plots from us right now. <laughs> but nonetheless, I do think it's an interesting concept. Now, do you think? they this would impact the ride at all this whole trial thing and the way that johnny's all in the news do you think that this would impact his specific animatronic on the pirates ride see i don't know because that again like where do you draw the line like at what point but i mean i mean i think luckily right now from what i can gauge is that majority of people? I'm not here to speak people, but majority mm-hmm. of people are 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 Team Johnny with things. Yeah. So I think no matter the outcome, people are here to back Johnny unless some Hiroshima bomb is dropped on us that like sways almost the entire public right now. Yeah. I think I think he's safe in the terms of animatronics and in the parks and parade and meet and greets. I think like that. So I, I don't think they're gonna touch his animatronic because he is essentially at three maybe four in pirates of the caribbean the ride mm-hmm. um so i think he's safe and honestly worse comes to worse if they do need to remove it they change his hat they remove the beard and make it an, a standard looking pirate you know like yeah, that ride can exactly. still function without jack sparrow like being there you know so yeah i totally I don't agree think, i don't think it's a i don't think it's as big it's he's not done enough or whatever he's accused of enough for it to impact pulling his animatronics from the rides i don't think that's necessary i think that would be a large overreaction and i'm hoping that disney agrees and doesn't take any drastic you know changes to try to appease a small percentage of the population and it's not like it's like johnny depp jack sparrow like ride like it's literally like one of their movies right yeah it's not like surrounding him um, and I think in that sense, he's definitely safe too, but we've seen, yeah, people it's not like Indiana over, Jones, you know, right. Like we've yeah. seen people react over way, way less though about rides and stuff. So exactly. And that's the only reason I was like, anybody you know, that, iffy on it. Yeah. No, I think he's safe though. It is animatronic for sure. Yeah. Well, the next topic that I did want to bring up and I, I'm excited to talk about this because I know that you have seen this as well. Mm-hmm. As well as I guess most people by now since it's released, but it was the trailer to the Avatar sequel coming up, and that was shown exclusively in the beginning previews for Doctor Strange, uh, which I have seen and Brett you have seen as well. So we can quickly talk on that as well without spoilers, of course. Did you enjoy the movie? I did. You know, I I like I like all things Marvel. I think they do a fantastic job. Uh, I do have some qualms with things, and I do think, like, 
at what point do we stop including characters? And we have so many dimensions now. And like, if it's not for Doctor Strange, the Marvel Cinematic Universe literally is like a shattered Lego set. Like, <laughs> he's like keeping this place together. Um, yeah. And I think it was. I think it was good. I don't think it was anything to like write home about. But I think to continue a series, we got introduced to essentially a new character. So. And then all of a sudden, like, a bunch of other new characters showed up uh, at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I, I thought it was good. It's kept me uh, intrigued for the two hours. Mm-hmm. Did you do? All right, time out. Listen to this. We're, <laughs> we're, like, 25 minutes into this movie, right? And Okay. I, I Everyone knows that Wanda's in it, right? Yes, yeah. It's, she's okay. in the trailer. Yeah, okay, so the Scarlet Witch is talking, right? And all of a sudden, she delivers this line. And she's like, blah, 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 if it's not me, the Scarlet Witch will show up. Yeah. And then yep. our theater went black. Right? <laughs> what? Yeah, it just cut. And everyone was like, oh, we're cutscene, we're skipping the universe, right? We're thinking it's going to resume and like we're going to be in a whole new dimension. No. Our screen stayed black for 20 minutes. And the projector guy, failed? Yeah, dude, this guy runs in. He's like, hey, y'all, just so you know, like, the theater just lost power. Um, it's back on. They're going to get it restarted to where, like, you left off at. Um, and you're most likely going to get free movie tickets. So we all are like, dope. That works. Okay. Like, So all of a sudden, we're waiting, we're waiting. Everyone's kind of just taking out their phone. And then this woman from behind us, like, opens up, like, the projector slide door. And she's like, what part of the movie were you at? <laughs> and we were like oh and then we were like oh like, well, they're in the orchard and she's like well what time did the movie start and we're like technically 145 but like by time previews are done like yeah there's like a half hour o'clock. previews right? and she restarts the movie like 20 minutes past where we were like <gasps> blocked off so they're in the middle of this like really important part and the entire theater's like we didn't see this part yet <laughs> And then she's like, I know. And then she's like, okay. And then like, she quickly, like, she just skips to the end and plays the last five (laughs) minutes for you. (laughs) Well, then she's like skipping back, like scene by scene. And we eventually got to a part where we recognized and the entire theater was like, that's good. Right there. That's fine. Yeah. And then we rewatched like 10 minutes of the movie that we already saw. And then we, it continued on and we didn't even get free movie tickets out of it either. What? Like a, a civilian was the one who walked in and like told us that the movie theater went out. Like nobody from AMC came in. It was a guy who was like, "Yeah, we'll most likely get free tickets." Oh, like you no. can't just fake things, dude. Like, <laughs> comes in and gives false promises. <laughs> literally, like a we're theater all, of a hundred like, people. We're all waiting for this AMC person to be at the door. Like, sorry about that. Yeah. Sorry about that. Sorry, about, nothing. But on all, are you kidding me? Good. No, that was all. So real. They, the power went out in the middle of your movie. Yeah. You're waiting for probably 20 minutes <laughs> and then they turn it on with spoilers because yes. they skip it, ahead. It was like, yeah, it was like such a, a part two that's like oh my gosh. Part of the, of the movie. Yeah, like yeah. a critical plot line. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, it was so funny though. Oh my god, and then this guy walks in like five minutes after the movie starts and he's like, Kelly, are you in here? No way. <laughs> yeah, dude, I can't make this up. <laughs> and then Why? he goes to the Are other side crazy? of the steps. Like, you know how movie theaters have like two steps? Yeah. So he came up to the one closest to us. He's like, Kelly, are you in here? Kelly didn't answer. If Kelly was in there, she would have She would have heard you because she you're a disturbance. Correct. <laughs> yeah. 
He goes to the other side of the steps and does it again. And we're like, dude, <laughs> Kelly's not in here. You are in the wrong theater. Oh, my gosh. So if you did that in movie, Philly, people would be like, shut up. <laughs> so this movie was just a mess. But Oh, that is hilarious. Yeah. I'm sorry you had such a no, it's odd it experience. So but that's funny. a funny story in hindsight. Yeah. Uh, but back to Avatar. Anyway. Well, yeah. well, what did you think of, of, of the movie? Well, yeah, I'll be quick. I I enjoyed it as well. I enjoy all things Marvel. I thought yeah. it was really for a two hour movie, like you said, it was action packed, start to finish. Yes. You're getting a good movie of action, like straight through. So that was one thing I really did like. A few cheesy moments, a few eye rolls, definitely, but overall, <laughs> it was uh, it was really entertaining, visually yeah. stunning, super cool effects, and a lot of fighting, which was awesome. So we we did enjoy it. Um, but the purpose of bringing all of that up <laughs> was because they had shown the Avatar sequel preview right before the movie, and which I now think is available online. So if you haven't seen it, definitely look it up. But we wanted to bring this up because this is obviously a movie that we're excited for, we're waiting for, we've waited years for this movie. Yes. And we have a Pandora world at, you know, the, the land of Pandora at, animal kingdom so what could this mean for animal kingdom going forward right are they going to try to expand on it are they going to update it and things of that nature so if you haven't seen the trailer yet you may hear just a few spoilers from it not too much it was a short trailer wasn't like yeah you know the whole movie was revealed necessarily but brett what do you think because the the sequel title is called the way of water avatar the way of water yeah are you excited to learn more about the water environments of Pandora and what they were showing with all the other new creatures that we're going to be introduced to? I am. And I think it was the one part of Pandora that we always said, like, they could go into more detail with. And mm-hmm. then we got it. So I think it's what we asked for. It's what we were hoping for. It's what we got. Um, I'm excited because I think this leads a lot to Navi River Journey. Mm-hmm. To bringing that to be more, I guess, immersive. I think Flights of Passage-wise, they can keep that or they can just redo some of it um, if we see new areas. But other than that, I think think the focus of this movie would be to go to Navi River Journey. Because like you said, we got introduced to some new creatures that they could probably put coming out of the water. We got introduced to some new areas um, within the water. So I think that has a lot of potential. Um, I don't know how much room they have for expansion within that land, so I don't know if we're going to see anything new because of it. But right. I think Navi River Journey definitely has some more areas to like improve now. Being that, that's a be water-based cool ride. Have, yeah, and creatures coming movie. out of the water. Yeah, so like, I think being a water-based cool. movie and a water-based ride, I think those two are hoping. I'm hoping yeah. that it can be. On paper, that lines up, that that should right. be you know a little – little update having maybe some creatures coming out of the water saying hi to your boat as you go by things like that right um i also thought it would be interesting and i don't know if this would be a huge expansion needed or just in general but if they created a similar look to like the turtle talk with crush where Mm -hmm. or the reef at epcot where you can go into a big room and it's a big screen or glass that maybe is like fake glass that is a screen or, or however they want to do it right and basically have this giant wall that is underwater or shows you underwater like you're looking into a tank 
and it would be cool to have you know a bunch of diff- new creatures come up and swim by and yeah. you know have some interactive element with that following this movie i thought that that would be kind of a cool addition that and i know i know nothing about what it would take to build <laughs> right, it but, but assuming it's just a, a large screen you know you could probably find somewhere to put that and still have a cool interactive element no i i totally agree and i totally think uh Depending on how the Moana feature, the water features go in Moana and Epcot. I mm, wonder if they include point. some of that into Pandora with waterways. So I think time will tell. And this movie doesn't get released until the end of this year. So there's definitely time for ex- exploratory options. So Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and of course, we'll learn more about other plots right. in the movie and other characters. This was just the first trailer that we had received. But another interesting point that I did find online was that all of these new movies coming out for Avatar, which I think are up to four he's planning are all going to be individual movies. So they're not necessarily like, there's not going to be cliffhangers that lead into Mm. the next one. They're all going to have a definitive end and, and be kind of like their own individual story, but with the characters that we know and, and in the world that we know, just kind of expanding on different tribes and different areas and and things like that. So that is cool to me. I actually like that. I like that too. And I'm anxious to see, you know, where else we get introduced and what other areas. And hopefully, like you said, we can be flown to other areas on flight of passage based on where we explore in the movie. So a lot of options and it's exciting because it's finally coming. It's been talked about for a while. It has been talked about for quite a while, plenty of years, definitely way overdue, but so is this episode. I'm really glad we got together and we're able to get another episode in the books for everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We appreciate it. Uh, be sure to follow us on a Dose of Magic podcast on Instagram, where Ryan takes over our Instagram every day and makes a post about this week's episode. And other than that, we will catch you next week. Thanks, everyone.